What's going on, everybody? And welcome back to the A Show, the Kings of Pro Wrestling Podcasts. I am Justin here with Meals. What's up, Meals? I had another thing to add, and then I forgot. In the middle of what I and I, you know what I was saying it this morning to myself, I was like, when he does King of Wrestling podcast this week, I'm gonna I'm gonna add something else, and then I completely forgot. So I know that contributed nothing to it, but hey, how you doing? How's everyone doing? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're in May. We're 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 a month a month removed from WrestleMania, the height of of joy <laughs> for all of us. Mm-hmm. And we're back to regularly scheduled programming. <laughs> regular regular shit. Even WWE is like, mm, mm. well, they would they. I would imagine that they have to turn up uh, in July. July they turn yeah. it up for sure. But, but they obviously made decisions, which we'll talk about when we do the predictions on the show. It's like, why are we doing this in May? <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. It, why are we doing this in May? Why are we feeling Rhode like- Island? <laughs> It feels like a September show in in May, but it's like, yeah, we'll get to that in the predictions. But it definitely feels like they have to kind of turn turn this thing up uh, in the next six weeks because of what they have coming up. But um, yeah, it, it has been a a a wild wild week outside of the wrestling business, and we're going to talk about that on No Holds Barred. Mm. Uh, but but wait, what was that noise for? <laughs> I mean, I'm just you know. I just noises, baby. Come on, this is, this is what I do. Oh, they un, they unveil the close friend Twitter thing. Yeah, they did. Start, not not me, but people can start doing it. I don't see. All right, so close friend Twitter thing. I guess in theory, it's cool, but realistically, <laughs> if someone really just wanted a screenshot, where you're going to say, I guess they could do it and come. <laughs> Send it to all their friends if they really, really wanted to. Um, I don't see Twitter is very, very weird, and especially over the last two weeks, right? Um, <laughs> performative, weird, all of that. But for close friends, to me, Twitter is not an intimate platform for me where I would want to share thoughts. It, this is more so like me caging off my thoughts from the world more than hey find your select friends that you would like to share like funny inside jokes with like that's not really what it is like this is mm-hmm. like uh keep that shit to yourself <laughs> that's what <laughs> that's what this feature is called is like yo keep that shit to yourself like keep it we understand you may have problematic takes and i'm gonna see all the problematic takes Qu- quite honestly add me to your uh your close Twitter friends, add me to them. I'd like to see what you guys say um, beneath the hood, beneath the curtain, all this other stuff like that. I don't. I I think it's another add-on that that we don't need. I I think that it's like, well, Twitter like does it doesn't grow. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it, it's as a as a platform, it just doesn't grow. I feel like I've been seeing the same people every day my whole life, right? Years, yeah. Essentially, yeah. Like I haven't met anyone new really unless I kind of like go out my way or there's some sort of interaction that I need to have, but there's not really any I'm not discovering anything. Not like TikTok. Yeah. I mean TikTok is the TikTok is our thing now. You know what I'm saying? Like between right. 
me, Cyrus, you, all this other things, like that is where I discover like people and thoughts and stuff like that and all creativity and stuff like that. But in terms of just Twitter, I don't know, bro. Yeah, I, I mean TikTok speakers. <laughs> TikTok actually grows. You know what I mean? I think Twitter a lot of people use Twitter now just kind of as a as a necessity. You know, it's kind of just like it's just I've been doing it for this long. You know what I mean? Like, why not? Why not just keep keep on going with it? And and I think that's really why we still use it. Like that's why when the people are like, uh, Elon Musk is taking away our rights and all this shit, I'm like, okay, well, I mean, <laughs> they've been doing that. They've been looking at what we write and what we type and what we do on this platform. What is different about what the fuck he's gonna do? You know, if he brings Trump back, then what are you gonna do? What, you know what I'm saying? Like, what, what, then what, bro? You know what I mean? It's a, I don't know. Twitter is in a very weird place right now. Um, it's really trying anything. I, I think it's abundantly clear over the last number of years, they've been swinging and missing and swinging and missing and trying anything from Twitter mm-hmm. stories, which again, does not, again, not an intimate program. This is not an intimate social media platform at all. Um, so why would I want to share personal aspects of my life <laughs> on Twitter for people who follow me when anyone can essentially follow you? And it's encouraged that anyone, any stranger, anybody can follow you and kind of like see what you're doing. I guess it works for like influencers, but realistically, it's not that. Um, Twitter spaces, it's here and there. Um, you know, I like interacting with people. Um, I just don't see the. I don't see the 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 real true reason i don't see the benefit for it yeah i don't really see well, the long-term benefit you got to make this the well i mean until that deal goes through for real for real like they, they got to like keep the um the investors happy and they got to always like like tech companies always have to introduce new things to keep investors happy and to keep them like because they'll be like what the fuck are y'all doing and like, oh we did this this year and this fiscal year we did this we did this we listened to the fans and we did this like this is just another one of those things i just don't think there's an attachment rate for stuff like that because everything twitter does is either like gets done better by another platform or it's already been done or you know what i mean like and that's just really how it works we are in a we're in a, a death spiral of apps that have outgrown their usefulness so when you see like a, a app like tiktok that kind of does everything different and does everything within one tiktok is, is video it's cre- it's a creation suite it's social all of that in one you, all this stuff Twitter can't do. Watch yeah. the next thing they, they try and introduce is, is the stories that you can do like TikToks now. You know what I'm saying? Like that's gonna be the next thing. But they should. So I always think like one of the one of the major issues is that they haven't figured out a way to like. And this is like way deeper. This is not Asian shit. But like they haven't figured out like a way for us to publicly use music like every other platform has been able to. And people mm-hmm. are still getting flagged for songs and stuff like that, which is still, you're deleting, you're, you're turning away your own user base because you haven't figured out a way of how to actually like give people, you know, whether it's like streaming or all these other things and you haven't found a way for that. So now people are getting deleted from the app and people are not even happy. Um, to go back on there and then it's like it limits a little bit of creativity if you aren't able to use licensed music nor um you're not giving them an option to use any kind of music at all even if they wanted to create something so i don't know just like the construction outside mm. it is <laughs> it shit needs to be i don't i don't hear the i don't hear the construction so that's good. okay all right well just like the construction outside shit needs to be knocked over and built back again um but these little these little twitter things uh let Elon kill it. Yeah, why not? <laughs> What's the worst that can happen? To be honest with you, what's the worst that can happen? Let him kill it. How Let much him kill it? Y'all hate, 
Yeah, y'all hate y'all hate this y'all hate the app every day. <laughs> like, let them kill it. Fuck it. I won't be sad at all. We got some. Uh, we got some new patrons. I don't know if you have it open. Uh, my the the computer I use to record kicked me off. Oh, excuse me. All right. Listen, if you aren't able to tap into the patrons this week, then I guess I will. Um, we got some new patrons this week. Let's go to the relationship manager. I'm using my very loud mouse. I hate it so much because I hear it in the audio every time and I'm an audiophile. Whoa, we got a lot of... Oh, okay. No, we actually didn't. Um, but we got a couple new patrons. Oh, yeah, let's go. Let's see. Shout out to shout out to Zach. Shout out to Jorvis Sterling. Um, I think that's it. I think that's it. Shout okay. out to you guys. Shout out to you guys. We, we, one day we're going to do... A, a full roll call of um of that of all of our um all of our patrons we're gonna i, I just want to name all of them go one by one all right hold, hold on i got some messages here too oh okay well listen all right we got we got more wait we may have more Listen, we'll get back to that. We'll get back to that point. I got to figure out how the thing, the thing with Patreon and its actual like creator account thing, it is so confusing. Um, to let you guys behind the thing, if you guys ever start a Patreon, this is probably the worst. <laughs> like you were like, yo, how can I see my page? How can I see my right. post? How can I find this post specifically? How can I find the, the ones that just signed up recently? No, you're just showing me people that just paid. It is the worst kind of like user interface that I've seen since probably might be Apple music, but, (laughs) (laughs) but yeah, it's pretty bad. So if we, if we haven't shouted you out yet, don't worry, we'll get to you. We're going to do the big giant roll call. Everyone's going to get their roll call and everyone's going to have some fun, but yeah, we should probably kick things off because this was quite an eventful week in the world of professional wrestling, to be honest with you. Oh, also shout out to RSPN. I was on RSPN this week. I want to yeah. give a shout out to those guys, Mark and Jeff, who allowed me on RSPN to talk about sports. So if I missed the first half an hour of Raw, which I did, blame them. <laughs> uh, was it, a, it was pretty eventful. I think some things happened. There's some fun stuff happened in the beginning of Raw. Yeah, nah, I thought it was, I was watching on mute and I was like, whoa, this is kind of lit. <laughs> yeah, it was, it, was, it was some fun stuff happening. I, I, I dug the first hour. The thing, the thing about this week, they did what I said that, they, and I know we're talking about shows earlier. They did what I always say they should do on Raw this week. Literally, our influence giving us a reason to to watch something that we've never seen before in that main event this week. And I said, "Damn it, they hooked me!" So I gotta watch. <laughs> Listen, I mean, they, I'm not even gonna talk about it because this is gonna get me into a space where I'm talking about like shows that are good and shows that aren't good and et cetera, et cetera, and wrestling shows and why this is done in certain ways, et cetera, et cetera. I don't want to get into that right now. Um, okay. I'm trying to find this Ember Moon quote. I don't know why my, why I'm like, uh, technologically, uh, stifled, stifled today. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> everyone is, is, is blocking me today, but we're going to talk about, releases we're going to talk about a lot of different things on no holds bar and just for everybody to know this week uh we're, we're, we're keeping it open uh prediction shows we usually like to keep these open uh for for people who haven't tapped into the patreon yet so we're going to keep a lot of our takes from that we put on patreon um on the prediction show uh this week just to kind of get you guys to you know five dollars down you know, come on in 
some of these takes we're gonna we're, we're keeping for public this week, just for this week. You know what I'm saying? We just got to give you an incentive because it's a prediction show, and that'll be fun, right, Reels? Absolutely. I'm just I'm legitimately now handling like Patreon. I see if we got messages and stuff like that. I was like, okay, let me handle this shit right now, and while we're doing this, but no, absolutely. Um, we got a lot of things to talk about this week. Another <laughs> releases this week. An- like when we thought it was over, when people thought it was safe, people had marked down on their calendar April 15th or something. And it was like, that's the date they usually release people. And I was like, damn, y'all are grim. <laughs> <laughs> y'all are grim for remembering, noting, and expecting such. But WWE came with the softball and said, listen, two weeks later, we just when you think you have the answers, we change the questions. And they have uh released a whole bunch of i'm saying uh, i want to go in the, re- the 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 release ones first while we try to find this ember moon quote so okay. i want to go into the releases first because i think that's a major topic um especially in the nxt wave of things there's no one not really anyone on the main roster right no it was all nxt it was all nxt we got a, a sizable releases this week um from the nxt brand want to go through them and just kind of give our general thoughts we never usually get to talk about nxt in any kind of way yeah let's do it oh i muted myself because of the car honk um let me (laughs) see you know new york city come on man um so as we go to the dailysmart.com which everyone should go to get their aggregated wrestling information from um we got a list of releases. Do you want to go from most important to least important? Well, that's a that's a kind of sad thing to say for someone who's just <laughs> let's just just do whatever order, whatever order. Okay. First things first. Well, first person's first. Someone who probably we if you watch, um, I guess Level Up or any of those other shows that you may have seen, quite honestly, feature on there, and you saw on actually on W on NXT television not two weeks, not a couple weeks ago. Um, battling Zion Quinn, you got Draco Anthony released from the WWE contract. What were your thoughts on that? That, that noise. <laughs> there, was, there was there was there was no thought. On that. Jesus Christ. Okay. There was no thought on that. I'm sorry. Like <clears throat> some of these releases are just like, eh. I mean, like to to me, like I mean, you can even see it in the in the social reaction to a lot of these releases like there was maybe one that got a really big social reaction but like the rest of them were just kind of just like oh i think is it weird to say that people have probably been a little bit numb to this um yeah i think we are at this point because i think when we let's take a look at the first set of releases that we kind of saw we had a whole other extra podcast about it and we kind of talked about it in a very grim fashion and now we're kind of like wedging this into news so i can definitely say that we're getting kind of numb to this but i think it's also a little bit sobering to the fact that this is a professional wrestling business at the end of the day and at the end of the day the business is going to do what's best for business and you know i saw some things online about people are just like yo they can't keep uprooting people <laughs> they can't uproot people have them sign these contracts and expect them like where are they gonna go after they get fired just live in orlando forever and i'm like that's part of the job honey <laughs> I, I honestly they're probably better off um there's, there's probably uh they're probably better off uh staying in florida because all every you know that's where wrestling is kind of at right now you know what i'm saying yep. even when like even when places weren't opened up yet um I, I, I saw some of those opinions. I 
you know, this is this is maybe days after these releases happened, days after the Netflix um, layoffs that happened after their their stocks that went down. So it's just like mm-hmm. WWE showing that kind of they're not immune to, you know, no, no come or Netflix rather is showing that they're not immune to doing cu- uh, cuts to the people. And, and you know, they laid off a lot of the editorial staff, which which is terrible because, you know, editorial is just such a dying medium oh. in a lot of ways. Editorial staff, which sucks ass, man. It really yeah. is, and, and and it sucks. And I think that it, again, it's like you you look at these business decisions. You know, they're 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 no different. They all they suck. All you know, they they all suck. You know what I'm saying? But I I think you know this. I I wonder if people are like really like waking up to to this, or are they only looking at the fact that one company does it? You know what I mean? Like get you know bring that energy to to every one of them. You know what I mean? But in terms of Draco Anthony. He never to me seemed like he was really comfortable out there. You know, I he he oh. didn't really have a look to me. He looked like GI Bro, Black Rambo. <laughs> yeah, Black Rambo. He looked like the the black. I called him the Black Guile. That's what he looked like to me. <laughs> and I I just thought that he I I just didn't get it. You know, I I I didn't I didn't see it. I didn't see it with the guy. And and um, to, to be fair, like they they did put him on TV a lot. Yeah. They did. They showed up. They showcased him quite a bit. I think even on that first NXT takeover, he had like a promo featured on it or something along those lines. But he was featured quite a bit. So it's not like they didn't give him the opportunity. But I would definitely agree that from what I saw from him, I don't think there was much improvement um, in any of his kind of like outings, to be honest with you. Um, and it, it seems like WWE is in this place currently where if you're not improving by a certain, you know, in a certain period, it's like, all right we hiring too many other athletes and we hiring too many people and we got so many other people sitting in the PC, like it's next man up. So, mm-hmm. um, Draco, and- well, the, you know, you know, um, triple H said in an interview, like, you know, they, they have like a six month kind of, they look at them for six months. And if you're not, you know, really breaking through, then they make a decision based on that. And, um, I mean, it looks to be like what they're doing. Like again, that visit. And if you haven't um, heard about that visit, we have an episode with Cornell Gunter. Uh, go back and listen to that. It's probably one of the best kind of explanations of what really happened with that Vince meeting. But it looks to me that everything that, that Vince, all the changes that he wanted to implement are, are pretty much happening. Like they're not stockpiling these guys. They're not keeping these guys. Like they used to keep like people like Tino and all these other people that they just kind of sat there and collect the checks. Like, if you're not making it and you're not on TV, they're they're gonna they're gonna let you go find a find a new opportunity for yourself. So Draco Anthony gone. Um Blair Baldwin. Didn't see much of Blair Baldwin, to be honest with you. Um also released. Mila Milani also released. Didn't even see much of her. Vish Kanya released. Ray Raylan Divine released. Um, here's a couple more of the notable ones that's been on television. This one was actually, I think, honest, I would say this is the most surprising because I could have seen him on WWE television. And he's been with the company seemingly for a few years and has been a fixture on NXT television for a few years. But Dexter Loomis released as a part of a part of a somewhat major program or at least a recurring program on NXT television every week kind of a main fixture for the last number of years has a very distinct look i expected to see him on the main roster at some point i literally could have seen him peeking around the corner and making his debut like very very soft debut um doing that so i was very surprised actually when he was releasing this set of names it, you know um 
what were your, what's your kind of thoughts on Dexter Loomis and maybe the development over the last number of years and like what he's been doing, I guess, recently? He, he never really like wowed me in the ring other than like those Roger Strong matches. Mm-hmm. But I felt as though if you had characters, you you know, he could fit next to an uh, uh, Ezekiel. You know what I mean? Like, there's room for characters like him. I do wonder <laughs> what... Insane. I could have seen it. Like, I, you know? Yeah. And, I mean, I, I can't... I, I don't know. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we really don't know anymore <laughs> what they see and, and what they what they want to see in, in these people. Um, All I know is, like, what I felt about him and, and I wasn't, you know... I don't think even on NXT, I was actively, like, looking at his segments anymore. You know what I mean? Like, but I also feel as though that brand had changed so much that he was not like a developmental guy. You know what I mean? Like he should not be out there trying to like work with, you know, uh, Chase U University and shit like that. Like he should not be out there. And if they don't have a plan for him on the main roster, then let that guy, you know what I'm saying? Go give him some money somewhere, you know? Absolutely. Absolutely. No, you're right. Um, so Dexter Loomis, husband of Indy Hartwell release. I wonder where that lands Indy in this, uh, in this moment, considering how much of her character was kind of wrapped around that. Also, speaking of Indy Hardwell, her tag team partner, Persia Parada, um, released. Surprising for me. She seemed very, and especially from all the reactions from a lot of the wrestlers, she seemed very beloved as well. Um, this was surprising for me because I wasn't a big fan initially, but I was growing to be a fan as she was introducing a lot more of her personality into things and kind of um, her impact when she was in the ring doing a lot of these stuff. So I was actually growing to become a fan. So seeing Persia Parada, um, I guess, in the midst of like, I'm not even going to say a run. It wasn't a run. It was just an active kind of program going on. Um, seeing her released in the middle of that is kind of surprising as well, in a sense. I don't think it's yeah. lack of improvement or lack of anything. I, I I don't know why. That one, that one, that one was kind of like, I I don't know. Um, it's real interesting. They keep Indy throughout all of this. You know what I mean? And it's like, okay, well, Indy had a a definite story that she was that she was doing mm-hmm. uh, that, that was going on. I think they see a lot in Indy. But I feel like they see a lot more in Indy than they do in Persia. And I think that's the only thing that I could I could even call it with that is like like Indy's been around. Yeah. And yeah. And she's like she's like a, a, she I mean, remember the, the idea was that she was going to go to NXT UK at one point before COVID hit. And, you know, she has always been kind of like a H- HBK Triple H favorite on the on the on the on the, uh, the NXT roster. So, like, I, I definitely see. They're being a bigger again as they restructure the women's division in, in NXT. There are a lot of challengers, <laughs> and I think that, that with these moves, they need to get that belt off Mandy and give it to some of these other these other women and and let them have a chance with it. Because like you know, Indy should have been had that title if if Candice was gone, if now Persia's gone, that storyline's over with. Or at least I, I think the opportunity or be put in the place at this point. I think she's been doing. Don't get me wrong. I think she's been doing great with what she's given, especially the stuff with the way, especially, and look, I mean, only two people actively on television from the way is Indy and is Austin theory. Who's up on Monday night raw. Um, again, it, it's weird because with, with Indy, I could see her falling in the same kind of thing as someone else that we're going to talk about in a, you know, in a couple minutes where it's like, we're not sure what we want to do with you. So we're not releasing you now. Um, but we're really not sure yet. 
So just kind of hold tight. Um, I could see that as something that's been going on with her, to be honest with you. And, you know, mm-hmm. it's, it's tough because you see all these when you when you're in a. I'm interested in her kind of mind state right now when you're into this long form thing with Dexter Loomis and you're with this Persia Parada stuff. And there, you know, we talked about in the Discord and a lot of stuff definitely does remind you of like NXT Redemption of this kind of like yeah. this bubble program that. Thank Whoa. You. Yeah. <laughs> this bubble program that, um, so many different noises. This bubble program <laughs> that affects only the four people that's in it and kind of like nothing else. Um, right. So it'll remains to see where Roshu kind of go in all this. I, I they needed to break that marriage thing up a long time ago. I'm ready for Indy to be serious again. So hopefully she gets a chance to do that. Next man up. A guy who is touted as Baby Rock. <laughs> Professional dick rider. <laughs> <laughs> Harlan. Parker Bordeaux. Whatever. <laughs> was not featured on the last couple episodes, even though he's in this main program, but Joe Gacy, who Joe Gacy is really, you know, receiving a NXT championship shot. Honestly, to be honest with you, I'm not saying that someone should be released, but Joe Gacy, I don't know if it's hitting for me, but if it's, it's they doing a lot <laughs> right now. And, and it actually kind of seems like it's going away from what the character was originally, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah, it didn't need to go like creepy cult man. I, I thought I thought like creepy cult man was not what this character was. You know what I mean? And druids. I feel like I was like druids. <laughs> and I feel like when they that that to me came comes from lack of good creator for him, where it's like they 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 had something with him. You know what happened? They started getting really bad publicity and press for it. For him being like one of those uh kind of like those those fall uh, virtue signaling, you know, uh, you know like and they backed off of it and that's what it looked like they that's what looked like is happening with joe gacy because like the the cult thing the druids don't even really make sense for him you know what i mean it's it's weird a wwe pattern of like he's in a cult so now he has to have followers and it's falling into the same kind of pattern as you know the undertakers the mordecai's the bray wyatt's all these other things and that's not what it originally was, nor did I think. And I thought it was actually, I mean, I get why they get a lot of bad press, but I also thought it was a little bit of a progressive kind of thing in a sense. Yes. Yeah, um, it was. And I think that, um, I mean, going back to Harlow, because I mean, <laughs> this is about, Harlan, it, Harlan, it, Harlan. <laughs> Harlan, Harlow was, see, I don't give a fuck. He wasn't really good in the ring. I don't know why they even gave some people like Draco Anthony to face with both of them being green as hell. Um, yeah, I I th- I I I remember seeing someone say, "Well, they didn't allow him to be who he was," and I was like, "A dick writer? Like, do you want that character on TV?" I don't understand. Like, yeah, people get so kind of like starstruck when they see a white person wearing Jordan and Balenciaga at the same time. You know, <laughs> they're so starstruck by him wearing streetwear that they thought that he should have he should have a streetwear character, and it's like, you know what, like that that will only have worked if it fits like like i remember i like i got into it with top dollar because i was just like their clothes didn't really match their you know what i'm saying their angle i i muted top dollar this week i don't think i need to tell you why i did but i, I don't know why you you don't did he, do he did something crazy you didn't see the picture no he blocked me <laughs> He blocked me. 
he bought me when I said, I don't give a fuck what you I don't give a fuck what you're wearing. <laughs> say, this clothes is whack. I guess he won a championship recently. So he posed with the championship completely butt naked and posted it to Twitter. Oh. And I was just like, well, nah, we're not doing that. No, no. Nah. Well, that's what happened when you can't dress. Uh, so, you know, <laughs> but Har- again, we are talking about everything but Harlan. And that just lets you know really how much of a factor he was. You know what I mean? Like, he just was not very good other than link with me, bro. Hanging with big bro. I'm sure somebody said outside of maybe he's cool. I don't know. But maybe he's cool outside of like professional wrestling. Like maybe he's a nice hang or something or he's That's like, cool. He gets you free Jordans or like he you know Do niggas do niggas really think was he was he selling out WrestleMania like as it currently stood? Hell no. He just he just wasn't not only just in character, which you can always change, but just in ring he just there's enough guys on that roster that they could find something else with, with someone else <laughs> with, with, with what's going on there. Like, it makes no sense why people are, like, going up oh, like he's one of the road warriors. You know what I'm saying? Like, get the fuck out of here. If it's between Braun Breaker and Harland, I'm picking Braun Breaker every single time because he's just he's just far and away a better character and he's, he's better. Like, I feel like, you know, you could say, like, they tried. They, they basically cut his legs off and making him cut his hair. Whatever. You know what I mean? Like they tried to do something with the guy because to me, I didn't see anything. But it looked to me, Mills, like he had already kind of been gone anyway. Like like you said, he he hasn't been on NXT for like maybe a couple of weeks, and his hair's already grown back, and it looked like he had been ready to go anyway. So it looks like it just didn't work between these these guys. Um, he sounds like someone who's probably going to be on the circuit talking a lot about his release once his thirty day is up. Um. I won't be listening. <laughs> we'll report it. Um, <laughs> but so the next two up, um, very big. They were the first two names kind of revealed, and they were kind of the shocking names of it all, considering of how long the tenure is and how kind of they're beloved by the main roster. We'll go first with Guy, who was featured on the War Report a number of months ago. I think he had a kind of a really good run kind of going with Diamond Mind. It seemed like they were doing very interesting things, and it was very surprising when we kind of find when we kind of find it was surprising and not surprising. I'll let you know why it wasn't surprising. But um Malcolm Bivens, Stokely Hathaway, released from the WWE. Um immediately, you know. Other news came out, or at least, you know, news to support this, that he had asked for his release quite some time ago. Um, and they gave him his release during this during this week. Um, what are your kind of thoughts on Malcolm Bivens and, I guess, his release from WWE and even him actually potentially asking for his release? Well, I, it never felt like... It never felt like... Um his style was ever going to mesh with their style. And if you, if you can't find that your style is going to work with a place, then you shouldn't be there. Like I can remember. And it's like, I don't think it's bad to even say this story at this point. Mm-mm. Go ahead. We were, we were at mania and we saw me and Cyrus saw, um, we saw Stoke and we were talking and he was just like, you know, he was like, I can't hold this. Uh, he, he was like holding a, a drink. He was like, I can't hold this drink in the picture, which I get. You can't, you know what I'm saying? Like as an ambassador, you can't hold drinks in pictures. It's fine. Mm-hmm. But then he was telling us, he was like, yeah, like I got in trouble for wearing like a, the pink fit on, uh, on, on takeover the, the, that day. 
And I was like, damn, that's crazy for real. He was like, yeah, man. Like, even Triple H came up to me and was just like, what the hell are you wearing? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and, and to him, that might have seemed like a good idea, but he didn't, I guess he didn't like run it past him before he did it. You know what I mean? And with WWE, IP is so, so important to them. It, the, the look has to be, you know, they have to approve everything. You know what I mean? That's just the way that they like their characters to look. And he just seemed like he had just been exasperated by the whole deal. And even just us trying to get that interview with him uh, on the war report, it, it was a lot of red tape. It was a lot of just like, you know, him really advocating to get us that interview. And it just seemed like he he, he was just exasperated by the whole thing. So it, it, I feel like this is a move for him that is going to help his mental health. And for that, like, I can't even be mad at it. It just wasn't working between the two. I'll definitely say this, well, to kind of add upon it, because I definitely do. Once he was released, I thanked him for uh for getting us that because you know it was a lot of effort on his part to make sure that interview was done. And I I can echo the same sentiments for a black announce table probably because um, WWE has been very what's a what's a good way to do this um, selective on who now they're giving their talents to for media. Um, but he understood kind of like black media platforms and he advocated for us because he was like, we, I'm really trying to make sure that, you know, you black media platforms, black podcasts and stuff are also highlighted when we go do these news circuit things because we preach a lot of diversity and, and, you know, all this other stuff like that. Mind you, he's not saying this verbatim, but this is kind of what I'm gathering from this. But, you know, we need to reach out to these kind of outlets too. You know what I'm saying? Mm. So I've always appreciated him because he worked very, very hard to make that interview happen. Like as much as I would have done all that work for sure, he made sure questions, all this other stuff, getting the video to them, getting it approved from them, going above and beyond when someone wasn't responding to an email and he was like, yo, I'm going here and there and I'm going to make, you know, I want to make sure that this happens. Absolutely. Mm. Um mm. And he did that for us, and I'm grateful for that. Um, and I agree with what you say. Damn, police sirens. Um, but I agree with what you said. Of It didn't seem like it cre- creatively fit one together. And, it, and part of me, a red flag of that is he was signed so long ago, and it took him so long for him to be featured on television. They went through so many different iterations of – he started off um, as the manager for almost – Started off as the manager for Babatunde, who's now Commander Aziz. He he was one for, at one point, a tag team that featured Veer. Veer is now on the main roster. Um, the original incarnation of Diamond Mind. Then changed that kind of bit around. There's been so many different incarnations and things and stuff he's probably wanted to do. I mean, Cornell talked to us about having him do a talk show. Um there's been so much creative kind of back and forth and stuff like that. It just seems like it never really aligned from everything that we're kind of reading into. Um, so, yep. I, you know, once we kind of saw his release and we saw that we asked for his release or it was reported that he asked for his release, we were like, okay, that makes sense. Um, I hope that we get to speak to him. I know he's doing a comedy show in New York this week, so shout out to him for doing that. Um, Sold out. Yeah. Sold out. Yeah. Um, so I'm, you know, I comedy might be comedy might be better for him. I mean, I wish him the best in everything, to be honest with you. I think he's one of the most naturally funny people, and you don't find a lot of that. 
You don't find yeah. a lot of that in, in WWE. Look, a lot of his stuff is look at the money. Look at the money Drewski is getting off comedy. Like just double down on that. Mm-hmm. No, wrestling just don't. It just don't seem like it's like the place where we can we can, you know what I'm saying? Maybe not now, maybe later. And I hope when they when he you know if he does come back to give him the bag for that. Last one, mm-hmm. King Coda, Dakota Kai, signed in the WWE since God knows when. To be honest with you, I gotta look this thing up. She's been signed with the W. They try to kick me out of Zencaster just now. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Somebody <laughs> uh, first appeared not working for us today in 2015 on NXT, signed a contract in December 15, 2016. Um, was announced as a participant in the May Young Classic that year after. Um, then she became Dakota Kai, really started her NXT beginnings. And the only reason why this one was sad for me is because of the development we've seen for her as a character which is something that we don't see a lot for NXT per- people. Um, when you think of where she started to where she was at and how willing she was to continue to evolve that character or be put in situations, I think it was a major risk for her to turn heel because it wasn't guaranteed to work since she was already kind of a lovable face. Um, so it was a risk for that. But I think it seems like everything that she was asked for to do or every opportunity that was given to her she decided to take, you know, take it upon herself and, and knock it out the park. And, you know, to me, it's interesting that they couldn't find anything to do for her. Yeah, I mean, yeah, to be honest with you, because they you can you can fit in Aaliyah. No offense to Aaliyah, has nothing going on, has shown no spectrum of her ability or uh, you know, character-wise, nothing has really shown to, to, to absolutely you. to me. To you, though. but I've seen it. I'm, I'm watching it with my own eyes as the consumer on television. You know what I'm saying? I'm watching as the audience that they're playing towards. So for me, Aaliyah has not shown any of that. Zeely, even to an extent, you know. But these are two recent call-ups and stuff like that. I think Dakota Kai. I mean, I think once again, it's a, it's a mark to her for being able to take anything that's kind of given to her and kind of like, okay, this is what we're going to do. Uh, I low key, I low key blame a lot of it on, on trip on triple H and that previous regime holding on to these people for so long to a point when they finally, finally, finally changed the whole thing around that a lot of people were displaced and had no room. I honestly think Johnny Gargano is the smartest motherfucker on earth for letting the contract run out and saying, I'm going to wait until the, 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 I'm going to wait until the the um, the smoke clears from all of this and then I'll see what I want to do. You know what I mean? Because like, I, I think that a big part of why these NXT people had to go where it was a lot of it was just like they 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 had no room on 2.0 for what 2.0 is trying to do. So they're going to get caught up in those these waves of creative. Or they stay they're welcome. Yeah. Or overstay their yeah. welcome. We're going to talk about somebody right now that we're, we're or, you know, after this, that, you know, should probably be leaving very soon or else he'll he'll run into the same thing he's already looking like he 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 was running into it and didn't want to and kind of and what i mean by overstayed their welcome is the era that it was time to be called up has passed yeah and the company and the direction of it has changed and 
Um, and that's not, it's not that's not the fault of the company either. That's the fault of the people that held on to people. Like, like remember Shayna was there for so fucking long, and then they finally called yeah. her up, and then COVID hit. You know what I mean? Like, just just terrible, terrible, terrible um, foresight to to do things like that. And I think it's under the guise of essentially like we have to continue to run this brand and stuff like that. And I think it was, they were operating as a third brand, so they needed stars, and they that was their kind of like, you know, um, that was their kind of like you know mind state on doing all of this. But then you kind of look at it now; everything has changed, and all these superstars and wrestlers are getting released and stuff like that. And uh, it's a shame. I think Dakota Kai getting released is a shame because I I feel like we've not. Don't get me wrong. She asked for she at one point she also asked for a release. Um yes. and I think a lot of people are doing that. Or it was reported that she asked for a release. Yes. Yeah. Um and I think a lot of people have done that or a lot of people are doing that or waiting out the end of their contract because I mean, look what's happening. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Hey man, I'm gonna say it right now. This is this is controversial. <laughs> I've waited too long. <laughs> it's gonna be controversial, but I didn't see it. I didn't see it with Coda, man. I really didn't. I feel like if they had, if they, the moment they had her uh, get beat by Raquel, when Raquel should have went up, I think it was like a takeover a long time ago. I was like, yeah, they mm-hmm. don't see it. And I didn't see it either. I feel like the, the heel turn was like, it was whatever to me, but it was like, she was there for way too long. And then like the, the part two of the heel turn when they were trying to kind of turn her face again it was just like yeah i, I didn't see it man I, I just didn't see it for her bro like i, I the, like the character like crazy woman character is not to me growth you know like i feel like when she was scared of Shayna, that was like the best moment for her and maybe like the, I, the initial heel turn was pretty cool too but like i agree the the crazy girl trope i wasn't with it i was like this is boring like she was not I, I, like in, taking that to the main roster I don't, I didn't, mm-hmm. That's a small room act, man. What was her big room act? You know what I mean? Well, I didn't. I didn't see her taking that to the main roster. To be honest with you, I don't see a lot of people taking their NXT acts to the main roster, except apparently Champa. Yeah. Um, I don't see a lot of them taking their acts to the main roster, but I think it's just you know it's a show of character. It's like okay, here's what she can do. Well, let's come up with creative for this, or let's do this for this. But maybe they didn't see it, and she didn't want to be part of it, and they both went their own separate ways. So. Dakota Kai officially released, um, probably got a lot of support from the ladies and everybody who they, you know, there are a lot of people who wanted to face Dakota Kai, including Bailey and a lot of stuff like that, and credit her for a lot of their development on NXT and stuff like that. So, you know what? Shout out to Dakota Kai. We'll see you in the future. We spent, we spent a lot of time in these releases. Yeah, we spent. We got to talk about. All right. You want to talk about. Yeah, let's talk about Roddy. So, uh, Roderick Strong also requested. This is a weird, like, news bit. It's like, I, I feel like it, it, it caused, like, so much stress. And it's just like, well, it's obvious, like, this happened a while ago. They Roderick Strong asked for his release. They didn't grant it because they said that he was still factored into their creative plans, which we see that on TV every single week. If it happened a while ago, this probably had to have happened before they sent him to UK or sometime in between that, uh, a month or so ago. And he's been featured heavily. If they were smart and they really should be smart, they should probably find something for him to do and, and call him up at this point because it's obvious that he's not trying to stay on NXT very long anymore, right? Yep. Like, um, sorry. 
what? in the background. Oh god. But but um yeah, like it, it's it's obvious that like he he's not he, he wants to move up, you know what I mean? And um they 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 should make that happen. Especially you want to keep somebody like him happy, man. I think yeah, I really don't um one I didn't like I was reporting too. Um <laughs> yeah, I didn't like I was reporting. It was kind of like uh, really <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah. It's, and I I feel like especially if it's like there's so much vagueness in it, why sell it as such? You know what I'm saying? If it it, it just you're nothing's wrong with the way people talked about it. Um, nothing's wrong with the way they said it. I mean, nothing was not factual, but I think it's just the way it's presented and knowing how. Well, my my thing is this, right? My thing is this. My thing is this: the way it's reported makes it seem like, like, listen, like this is just this never happens. You know what I mean? Like, I'm pretty sure mad people have asked for their release. I just really feel like we should not know this because it causes so much like stress and unnecessary again tribalism. Where it's like, oh, he's coming to AEW, and then when people get upset when they don't leave, it causes even more tribalism. It's like there's certain things just like, do we do like you know? But uh, but I guess people go up for like NBA people. They they go up for NBA people requesting trades. So I get it. Yeah, but we went through this with Ko, right? Ko, and then you know, will he? Won't he? He looks happy. He, he doesn't look happy after this news. People are now taking pictures of him and saying like he doesn't look happy in this moment. Saying he's going to AEW. They're going to start resign. doing that with Roddy now. <laughs> yeah, they call him an asshole for saying. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, you know. It, it just is what it is. So Roderick Strong, previously experts release. We'll see where it kind of goes from here. Um, another WWE release who's finally speaking out about her time in the WWE in the most tacky way possible. <laughs> and remove. I'm not against. This is not the first time. This is why I can confidently say that this is tacky and I would not do the thing. I would not necessarily. There's some things that she's right about and she can definitely, you know, she's talking about her experience. and I understand that. And there's some things I can definitely see. There's other parts about this that seem very, very. um, Bitter. Bitter. A little. And there's a little hint of entitlement as well. Um, There's a hint of. Uh, thinking, I think, better than, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Even if she doesn't say it initially, even if she says, like, and Mandy Rose is great, but it's like, why would you say the initial thing that you said? <laughs> if you... yeah, Why would you, oh my god, we did so great with the Shotzi tag team, but you know that I hate tag teams. And I'm just like, but why would you say that? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, Ember Moon... um recently I had an interview with Chris Van Valet on that podcast. And I, I, to me, this entire episode came off as something that she wanted to say, as opposed to this being kind of like, let's talk about. What are your, what are your thoughts on like the air grievances podcasts? Um, I mean, I wouldn't necessarily do it, but I think do you like people do you like listening to them. I think they. I, I like listening to people's perspectives on different things. Um, <laughs> You're a better man than me. <laughs> I like seeing no, but I like I like try to understand people's perspectives and stuff like that. But like uh, something like this, like I can understand it, but also you sound bad in my opinion saying all this stuff. Um, and and I feel so much that 
damn, I really got the entire. This is what happens when we do this at my house. Um, we got so much like. There's so many different names that are saying here that didn't need to be said. You know what I'm saying? There's so much things that are said during this that I don't think need to be kind of talked about in the fashion that they were talked about. But it's also the tone and the way you're expressing your feelings that seem kind of like detrimental. And it, 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 there was some kind of like, it reminds me of when she was on um, backstage. Backstage. That's about all the other girls not getting opportunities because the horsewoman girls were kind of like, do you know, in the mix. And Baylor was like, well, then bitch, do something about it. Because, <laughs> <laughs> like, it ain't gonna stop. And I'm sure her response was, well, I, I'm not gonna be on that roster anymore. Send me to NXT. I'll handle my stuff there. All I wanna do is be a wrestler. And I think that was her first. That was the major mistake that she made for her in her WWE arc of her career. As much as she loved wrestling, and I talk about this a lot with wrestlers, the business of it and the perception of it, a lot of people don't understand. Um, And I think if she'd stayed, toughed it out, dealt with it, communicated with people, worked the programs that she should have worked at the stage that she was in her career, she'd be in a lot better place, to be honest with you. Even if she was released from WWE, I think she would be in a lot better place. Um, she said she was not happy being on the main roster. Um, she was not happy being in an NXT towards his tail run when they called up Shotzi. Um, she says, I'm I'm looking for a quote. Um, she makes it kind of seem like she took her ball and went home and was like, yo, when you guys have something for me, then I'll come back. And I was like, wait, what? That's not how this works. They ain't had nothing for you. You chose to leave. <laughs> and then after the fact, they were like, wait, actually, you, let's just probably release her. Um, what what are your kind of thoughts on this entire thing? Yeah. Um, I think the biggest thing to me was the um, the talking about the the sexy meeting the the dress sexy meeting and i wanted a little more clarity into that because you know a lot of people took that quote and it turned into i can't believe they're making when they're telling women what to wear and i think that like if you look at just the way that the women dress outside the ring and in the ring all that stuff like i think that a lot of them are pretty much dressing the way that they want to wear you know what i mean so like i just want to know who else went to that? Cause it's the first time we'd ever heard about that type of meeting. Like Ember Moon, I know she's, she like, even before this interview, like she's sour grapes about everything, you know, just she, even when she was in the company, she was sour grapes about being in the company mm-hmm. and, and being under Sasha, Bailey, Charlotte, Becky, you know, but I, I, I did, did you take that as like more of a shot at Mandy Rose? Yes. The, the dress. And even, I don't think it was as much as a shot as Mandy Rose as to what, it kind of seems like you're talking down on people who dress that way. Um, yeah. That booty butt cheek shorts. First of all, you sound the fact that she said you sound like a Republican. But um and and here's the thing, I I would love I would love for a woman to come out and, and explain what that was about. There was an account on Twitter that found allegedly the 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 influencer or the consultant that came and talked to them in Orlando forget her, I forget her name but um if if true and that was who it was 
that makes a lot of sense that I, I do know just from talking to Cornell and talking to some people I know in NXT, they do have classes and they do have consultants come in and they do, you know, they're, they're, they, it's basically trying to build a brand, build a character and stuff like that. Do I think that she possibly said something that made Ember Moon like look around and say, oh, hell no. And without the context of it, we'll never know. But I thought that that was the most uncomfortable part of the interview because it was like, okay, well, I'm, this is the first we've ever, ever heard of this. They what? They said, she says, in, you know, verbatim regarding this, I remember going to my makeup artist and saying, I'm so unhappy. We would have to sit through these meetings about how we'd have to dress sexy. I remember looking at someone and laughing. I cater to children. I'm not about to wear fishnet booty butt cheek shorts because we had a two hour meeting about how to dress like Mandy Rose. That's not fair. Mandy Rose is absolutely phenomenal and amazing person, but not everyone is Mandy Rose. I started seeing this downslope as soon as Hunter was gone. That is such a backhanded <laughs> like compliment. Yeah, it's it's like layers to it. it. It feeds the dog whistle that when 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 Hunter left NXT got worse and all of that stuff. That's that's a dog whistle. Like not that they can't dress sexy, but they should be shamed for dressing sexy or something along those lines. Or it it, it feels like I don't think everyone was saying like you need to dress this way. I don't think that's what it was, but I don't know. I wasn't there. Um, yeah, I would love to hear someone because I don't I don't think that like, but I don't think you probably need. You can name on one, you can name on one hand the amount of women on that show that she was on <laughs> that dressed provocatively. A lot of your fingers would be taken up from Toxic Attraction. One of them would be taken up with Nikita, and then where's the rest? <laughs> you know, absolutely. I don't. I don't like. To me, the names thing is the tackiest part to me. And this hasn't been the first part. She, I remember she said they tried to put me in a tag team with Naomi earlier, but I didn't want to be in a tag team with Naomi. And I was like, nigga, why would you say that? <laughs> yeah. Why would you say that? <laughs> like, why would you name names? Why would you say these certain things and think, like, there's no tact in the way that she's saying things, in my opinion. That's my real problem with this. Like she's saying, yeah. she's saying all these names, and it's 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 backhand the compliments to the, your coworkers. You know what I'm saying? These are people that you work with on a daily basis, and then you follow up with something that makes it seems like you're better than the things that they're doing. Not everyone gets to. We could talk about this, but not everyone gets to have their moment in the spotlight at the same time as everyone else. Sometimes you got to take a seat back wait for your moment and then you come back forward again. Uh, yeah. Hopefully we close in a casket on, on the Ember Moon. Yeah. Ember Moon. The only thing I, the only thing I didn't like, I mean, if they really wanted her to coach and she wanted to wrestle, I understand asking for your release. Cause it seemed like she didn't want to coach and I'd be like, all right, I'm not coaching. So kick me out of here. That's what I would say as well. So. <laughs> uh, we're going to go to a break. And we're going to come back and talk about WrestleMania Backlash and some things from Raw, SmackDown, all of that. When we get back on the A-Show. So crazy to be here in Greensboro, North Carolina tonight uh, in the same seats that I sat in years ago when I came out to this arena with my, my brother and saw Unforgiven in um, 1998. I actually I still have the tickets. And, you know, I can remember me and my brother, we would bond over wrestling. It kind of was something that held us together. And we came out here 
we got to see The Undertaker that night. My brother was a huge Undertaker fan. Uh, I was always more of a Shawn Michaels guy. And I, th I actually think after that night, he wrote one of his first songs. Uh, so I'd have to ask him about that. But it's just so interesting, you know, because after that, after seeing the WWE live, we kind of had this moment uh, with each other where we were like, that's what we're going to do. One day we're going to be there. We're going to be doing that. We're going to be WWE superstars. And, uh, so tonight it's really great to know, you know, I get to go out there as WWE superstar Ezekiel and perform in the same arena I came out to with my brother years ago. Please, <laughs> please try and watch that without laughing. <laughs> Commitment to the bit, I'll say that. <laughs> one of the one of the better parts of I think being a professional wrestler is no matter how ridiculous your thing is, you have to stay committed to it at all times. And he got the commitment commitment. down. Yeah, he's got commitment down. I loved it. I loved it. Not, not too not too big of him in ring. They're putting him in a little bit too many matches for me. But <laughs> I, I I dug this. I thought that it was great. I, I wish they would have put this on TV um, last night. I, I wish this wasn't a digital short. But um, no, nah, it could be a digital short. <laughs> no, nah, this is amazing. It was amazing, man. Like the, just just the the like the um he was he was an Undertaker fan, and then you remember that Elias had something with the Undertaker a while ago. Uh, when Undertaker came out and interrupted him, him saying I'm a Shawn Michaels guy, which is kind of just like a dig. It's 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 just really good. Like it's layered. It's really layers to that shit. But um, the shows this week, SmackDown, another tape show because everybody was in uh, the UK over the week. Um, It was a show. I thought the best part, if you were to go back and watch it. Lots of lots of women featured on this show. Yeah, sure. It was it was OK. <laughs> it was still an OK show. <laughs> Whether they were featured on it or not, I'm just saying. <laughs> the best part of the show, by and large, was the the contract signing, uh, which which I thought was interesting. That and all the spoilers I read for it did not mention that Roman ripped up the contract. I thought that was really like interesting that like the spoiler people like did not pay attention to any of that. I guess they were in their phones typing things, but um, it it was pretty clear what they were doing, and and I thought that it was a, a interesting way to to get to where we're gonna get to. I guess with Roman, but. What do you mean clear? What do you mean? Like, what do you mean? Like, what in terms of like it was clear of what they're doing? Like that they were gonna do the they were gonna not do the the um unification. Oh, okay, yeah. I mean, yeah. I mean, suddenly to me, we'll get into it, but um, we do the predictions of the show because at some point plans changed in this entire thing, and they're like, "Why are we doing this at WrestleMania Backlash?" <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think that's what it was. Um. SmackDown to me, I mean, if you liked a lot of the 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 the, the action in the ring, shout out to Ricochet, another successful title defense. Um, the what? Shout out to Sami Zayn and Drew McIntyre opened the show to Steel Cage. Raquel Rodriguez made her debut on the show. That was good. Um, that was good. Yeah, I dug it. It, it was yeah. it was fair. It was fair. Uh, Naomi, Shayna Baszler, good match. Um, Ronda. I mean, if you wanted to see Shotzi and Aaliyah featured on the WWE television show, this would be the show that you would see it on. But you know what? Lots of people featured on the show. They did best for whatever two hours and things that they had. So I'm shout out to that. Um, Raw. 
Raw was fun. I thought I th- again the 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 arcade bro bloodline stuff is really good. With Drew added into it, it, it gives it a new angle of just kind of just uh, like star power. Hot, hot. It it was very hot, and I mean just it, I mean arcade bro is so fucking cool. <laughs> like they're cool as shit. And I, I think there's like it was hell yeah, <laughs> yeah. Like they're they're so cool, and um, I think that uh. Roman sells being afraid of Drew very well. I think that they're doing a real good job of making Drew that big challenger. I think I think someone had said like, "Well, I, I don't save it. How, what are they going to do? Predictions. Save it for the predictions. Save it for the predictions." Okay. 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 Um, what were your thoughts on uh on 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 well the reuniting? I don't know if this is reuniting. Were they ever in the Bullet Club together at the same time? <laughs> <laughs> no, no they, they weren't. <laughs> the, they, just, uh, they, share the same, they share the same PTSD. That's all. <laughs> <laughs> the marriage of the phenomenal and whatever Finn Balor, goes, the prince, the phenomenal prince uh, union, known as AJ Styles and Finn Balor. Hey, we called it last week. Yeah, I I heard uh, from the grapevine that Finn was not very happy. Um, where he's at right now, mm. and and that uh, for his release, yeah. Well, he's not asking for it, but he's he's you know he he's kind of had it up to here, so to speak, and uh, he he you know he's just not happy, and also hearing that that AJ has has pretty much kind of requested that these two work together because he's basically wants to show Vince like Finn is money and you would be an idiot to not put this guy, you know, over people like fucking theory and stuff like that. So like I would be paying attention to the way Finn is positioned. I, I literally you're seeing it already, <laughs> but um, just the way he's positioned on the show going forward with AJ being in Vince's ear. So just pay attention to that. Something to pay attention to. Something to pay attention to. We love something to pay attention to. There's not a lot to pay attention to on these shows as of late. Um, speaking of that, A Town Down, Austin Theory. Boy, do I not pay attention when he's on television. Don't care. Don't care. It's, it's like as soon as someone's out of his orbit, they they become like look at Finn. <laughs> it already has direction. <laughs> like as soon as someone's out of his orbit, like there he, he's to me. I don't want to say Bray level of of killing a program, but he's he's close because it's like what the, is is this is this Miz Austin thing going into Miz working with Austin? Because that's what it's looking like to me. I think they want to, again, um, I don't know if this is a long-term thing, but this is a case of lending star power, similar to what Vince McMahon has been doing over the last number of years. Oh, my God. Is is Austin going to be Miz's partner for my proposed Paul Brothers versus Miz match? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> Ew. All right. No. <laughs> Austin in another fucking marquee match. I really think I really think that 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 Logan's coming back though soon. Oh yeah, he's got to. He's got to. Is is oh my god, is is Logan and Jake gonna face Miz and, and Austin Theory? This is my proposed match, y'all. I've been going, I've been keeping it in my back pocket because I do think that Paul that Jake is gonna is gonna come to the WWE as well. So Mark Long is that <sighs> I would say Mark, I would say Mark Long probably not because Mark is always I was thinking of it more. Mark is probably recording and 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 um filming more challenge stuff, so he probably can't train. Probably can't train. 
He would have needed to be training already. And he's and I know and I know and you know that he's he's probably been out um filming the challenge, right? I know, but I know he hasn't. But <laughs> but it'll be interesting to see. He's a producer, though. He's a producer, so he at least has to be on set for that type of stuff, though, as a producer. So, I mean, he got to be in the orbit for sure, for sure. He's probably going to be there. That's what producers do. He got to be there. Um, yeah, I, 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 I thought it was really weird to have that weird handicap match with Ali, but you gotta, you gotta progress story somehow. And and if the idea is that he is not going to face Austin, it take it makes sense for him to to lose so they can start the Champa program and have Champa actually say something. Mm-hmm. Um, I wasn't mad at it. I I think it's just so funny that like they're going super insider, in, inside baseball, Vince Russo on this <laughs> storyline and not anything else. It's so weird. Yeah, absolutely. Um, what else did we see? I mean, Dewdrop. Dewdrop is back. Love it. Love it. I love it. You know, I love me some Dewdrop. Absolutely. Come on, man. You know, I love that. You know, I said that. You know, I put her in a tag team. I said it with Becky originally. But it makes so much sense for it to be with with uh, with Nikki as well. Put them in the tag team uh, in the tag team running. Have them face off against Sasha and Naomi. You got money right there, brother. Absolutely. Um, and then of course, uh, what do we got here? Six woman tag team match, the main event, the show. I actually stayed for this match. Fun match, really fun. Good match. Listen, showcasing the women's division. I imagine. Listen, I don't want to read too much into what Becky said last week. Why not? Where she was like, "Yo, let's put this match in. Let's let let's show them. Let's show them what they really got. They've been tearing it up on the house show circuit for my. Um, they've been doing the fatal four way with Becky versus Rhea versus Bianca versus Liv, and I've only heard great things about it. Um, so I'm sure there was like, "Yo, let's lend our star power to Monday Night Raw and let's do the damn thing." So that was very interesting. The opening of Raw is very interesting. Let's get into the predictions for this super. I mean, I don't know if it's super. It's a super eye show. <laughs> it has its moments, and then it doesn't. It's a super eye card. I think I'll probably be in and out attention wise on Sunday. My championship thus far is on the line on this show. <laughs> yeah, is it, is it really a backlash? Or there's no like actual. It's not really the thing is is that it's it is a card of rematches, except for one match, which is weird. But um Yeah, but it's still kind of associated kind of WrestleMania Backlash. Um let's start it off. Bobby Lashley. As of the time of recording the six matches, will they add another one? I don't know. They could probably only add one more. I think they want to save Oscar and uh Becky for Hell in a Cell. And be I, I would honestly do well, we'll talk about it. But um Bobby Lashley versus Omas rematch with mvp um bobby is a is a really over face (laughs) which i did not expect (laughs) they love that guy (laughs) what's not to love big muscly hits people hard big black nigga (laughs) (laughs) well and that as well um i mean this feud i haven't really seen it for in any other (laughs) i don't care I don't care about this feud at all. I'm telling you, this why I'm. This why I be like, don't be hyping up these big dudes, man. Like they don't. There's not much you can do with them other than the things like this. You know what I mean? My thing. Well, uh-huh. my thing is, you come out of a tag team usually. You do a tag team breakup. The guy who is clearly trying to poach off of the star of one another 
when they usually have to fend for themselves, it usually never ends up good. There's never usually a one-to-one transfer of star power, or at least a, a, a subsequent or a substantial transfer of power to someone like, you know, in this other position. Almost did not get all that power. Um, and he was featured at WrestleMania at this match. It wasn't anything notable. They were running it back. It's still not anything notable. Um, I kind of want Bobby to win for this feud to end. I think he's going to win. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's going to win. But Bobby, I mean, I don't even want to say, if Bobby wins, where does this go? Because I don't know where almost goes after this feud, even if he did win. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I. But Well, I don't care where almost goes. He could go back to to being the doorman at WrestleMania uh, or or at Raw Underground. I don't care. I I hope MVP can give him something. I really do. I I, I really really do hope he can give him something. Um, hey, yeah, people hey, say Bobby Lashley there. A Bianca Belairless card does not look sexy at all. <laughs> at all. No, it doesn't. It doesn't. But you know what? Let's give let's give our girl a um let's give our girl a break. White, which is fine. So Let's wild. give her a break. It's cool. Yeah, I mean it it's is. cool. Yeah, yeah. You know. It's cool. Um <sighs> Happy Corbin Happy versus Mad Cat Moss. Skip it. Skip it. I don't care. I really don't. I will not be watching this match. <laughs> I will not be watching this. I just bought an air fryer. We're gonna air fry something while I'm in this match to make something hot to get ready for the next match. I don't care. Okay. I think uh Corbin's probably gonna lose this one. Madcap Moss gonna win. Madcap singles match going to lose in the long run because no one gives a fuck about Madcap Moss. Damn. Singles match: Damian Priest banned from ringside. Edge from Judgment Day faces off against AJ Styles. Uh, they they've been running this one. They got a lot to live up to from that WrestleMania match. This they got a pretty mixed reaction a month ago. Um, AJ Styles. We know that he kind of he kind of puts on his working boots maybe three or four months out of the year. Um, I think we're hoping he'll we'll get that here. I think it would just be it would just be good to just put him in the tag team already, so he doesn't have to really work by himself that much anymore. Um, but Edge for sure, and this is what I have to say to Edge right now: stop overthinking this. Stop overthinking this this whole thing. Just have a good match. Stop overthinking your matches, bro. Just just have a good match. It does not need to go as slow as last month's match did. Damian Priest is banned from ringside for them to introduce someone else, I'm assuming. <laughs> I'm just assuming. Because there's no reason why he should be banned ringside from this match. Especially if they're incorporating this character and want to promote this union between Edge and Damian Priest. So my guess is that someone else will be introduced to this because Damian Priest is banned from ringside. And Edge will have garnered another follower in this instance. Um, spooky man, or some spooky man things will probably happen i feel like they're going away from like the spooky stuff too <laughs> like i feel like they saw like the spooky shit wasn't working and now edge is just straight up sunning niggas in the crowd <laughs> yeah i think <laughs> thank you car um <laughs> no i think that uh he's really trying to get heat yeah, but it's interesting because this wasn't a gradual heel change. This was just kind of a very abrupt one, and an introducing of a character is very abrupt. So I think he's just trying to garner heat. So instead of like laying close to the character itself, he starts dissing the crowd and their team and all this shit. You know, cheap heat shit. Um, 
but you know what? He needs to get heat for this to make this work. And he needs to know that people hate him. Um, overall, I think that Edge is probably going to win. Edge hasn't really taken a lot of L's since he came back. So I can't, I can't see him losing. But I think that the, the feud is going to have to have some juice to it. I would honestly tell you right now, I would not be shocked if there was no winner here. But I think you got to have AJ. Because the thing is, here is Mills, is that like the only way that it, it could continue is if, if he cheats again. You know what I mean? And you got to get to that tag team thing with him and Finn mm-hmm. somehow. Mm-hmm. So the only way that the only way that happens is if there's no there's no winner, he cheated or AJ wins. So I think AJ will win. I'm still it's a battle with it's the battle between two niggas that don't take losses very often, essentially. I'm I'm gonna still go with Edge. I feel like someone else is gonna the Damian Priest is banned from ringside thing is just a a, a major red flag that I cannot ignore. I yeah, can't. I agree. I agree. I'll see how they how they work through that one. Uh, damn, this is a short ass card. We're already halfway through it. Uh, Cody Rhodes versus Seth freaking Rollins. This has been like the main event program on Raw for the past month. It's just like I've just been like, get to the fucking match already. <laughs> just a bunch of uh, just two guys in suits talking their ass off. That's why. Exactly. I I I feel as though listen, my Cody diction, my 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 Cody prediction. Hey yo. <laughs> I didn't say Cody Dick. I said Cody diction. All right. All right. Don't get hot about it. That, what part of that was pause worthy? <laughs> get hot about it. Okay. Cody Diction. What Let's part go. of that was pause worthy? I don't know. I don't know. I'm from New York. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Y'all New York niggas, man. What part of that was pause worthy, man? That was crazy. Uh, I just say, hey, I, I, I think <laughs> I, I think that right now, Cody has the biggest chance of actually being someone else who beats Roman Reigns this year. I know a lot of people are like getting very, very up and on. Well, my thing is this: like, okay, I understand people are still they still feel a little raw about how lame Cody was acting in the past six years. Yes, he was acting very lame. When are y'all gonna let that go? <laughs> this is amazing to hear you say this. <laughs> when are y'all gonna let that go? But here's my thing: listen, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out, hear me out. When are you gonna let that go to in order to accept the fact that this guy is a major star? In, in this company right now i'm not saying y'all gotta let it go i'm not saying you're gonna let a lot of the shit he said go because the thing is it's like i'm not gonna let a lot of the shit go i'm just calling it like i see it right now when someone is pushed like this they usually do win the title very fast or win a title very fast they it, it's always proven to happen this way so you know when are y'all gonna stop saying oh he's he's a three-star general that don't matter <laughs> That is also not a point that you're making to me right now because he is getting the the major star treatment. They they fucking love this guy. Not just crowds, but the company. I think you definitely champion a brand for sure, especially when they do the draft thing. I think you'll definitely be the face of a, a, a brand moving forward, whether it be SmackDown or whether it be Monday Night Raw. Um, Cody Rhodes is hot right now. I think, you know, it's crazy. We had this discussion in Discord the other day about, um, essentially now Cody has a bunch of new people to work with and his character is probably more exciting than it's been in a lot of years. And we had this similar discussion about Kenny Omega because we were talking and we were essentially like, yo, Kenny Omega comes back. I really don't care who he faces because we've mm. seen it all at this point. 
And probably the only thing left for him to do is come to the WWE and face everybody over there. And that would reignite yeah. his character. And that's exactly what's happening to Cody Rhodes right now, because he has been reignited in a way and he has been put in a direction in a way that we haven't really seen with anybody in, in an onboarding process. This is the greatest onboarding process I've ever seen in my entire life. I hope when I get, you know, wow, I, I hope companies bound wine and dine me and put me in opportunities and give me Stone Cold Steve Austin podcast and all this other shit, too. when I show up because this is just incredible. Um, I expect this match. While it was match of the weekend at WrestleMania, or at least close to match of the weekend, I expect this to blow our fucking socks off. That's why I'm yeah. I'm expecting this match to be the best match on the show and potentially a match of the year candidate. Because both these guys, we don't have the spectacle of WrestleMania kind of looming over this anymore. Now it's WrestleMania backlash. There's only an avenue to have this match and have a great match and do all the things. And you're probably going to get all the time you want. There's only six matches on this card. Lashley yeah, and go no more than six. You know what I'm saying? And and also, it's, and I'm going to say this for the main event as well. Well, we're going to have a question about what we think is main eventing the show. But um, you, it's time for them to turn up. We're in June. Yeah, we got Hell in a Cell. Do we think this is going to go to Hell in a Cell, Cody and Seth? You got to go 1-1. I'm sorry. You just got to because I think Seth's going to win this match. You got to go 1-1. Will Cody be able to bleed? <laughs> <laughs> well, that, that's, that's on him can he create a story that's compelling enough where he doesn't have to i don't know <laughs> exactly that's the challenge my my thing with with cody is right now he needs to challenge himself to get out of those AEW tropes and we'll see we'll see what he does here that's like an old school wrestling ass old timey southern ass wrestling we we, we cody we ain't there no more <laughs> you gotta let it go that was the old days this is where we at right now so i think seth wins this i do think this ends up being like your your hell in a cell one of your hell in a cell matches if you're not gonna get drew and and roman in that which i don't think they will i think this ends up being one of your hell in a cell matches and i think and i think that it becomes some type of de facto number one contendership match because like Okay, let's get. I'm 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 going to tell you my 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 big pie in the sky. Like my idea, it's not what's going to happen. It's my idea. It's what I think they should do. But uh, what do you think? Who's going? Who do you think is going to win this match? I think Cody's going to win this match. But I have an idea of what you're about to say. So go off. <laughs> I get to it when we get to the to the match. But um, it has to go. Meals. It has to go one one. They're going to do one more match. It has to go one one. I'm telling you. All right, you don't believe me. All right. I don't know. I don't. It's, it's not that I don't believe you. It's just you know, I believe me. <laughs> because who else is who else is gonna who else is is he gonna face? I think he can still face Seth Rollins. Because because the thing is 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 the is the idea that he lost the first time he wasn't prepared. Now with prep time, he is prepared and he wins. And now it's like okay, we got to do the rubber match. I mean, I can see that coming, but I can also see Seth Rollins continuing to be completely pissed and delusional of him losing to Cody Rhodes twice. And, yeah. and saying, like, I want to settle this in a cell and really bringing this thing upon himself. Mm-hmm. And, and then potentially also losing there as well. <laughs> you know what I'm mean? saying? So, I would like to see I would like to see it. I mean, this is the greatest onboarding process I've seen for a professional wrestler in quite some time. To say that they don't have their, all their chips in on Cody, in a sense, 
you would be kind of like not really looking at the product. Um, You'd be lying. You'd be lying yeah. to yourself. And they just stop lying to yourself. Uh, what do you think is going to main event the show? The six man or the I quit match? Um, I say it's going to go to the two women who were promised the main event of the show last month and did not get it. <laughs> <laughs> that's what I would say. That's what I would say. And that's another reason why I can say that probably one of these matches has changed <laughs> accordingly because of it. Damn, big Charlotte, man. Boy, they do anything she say. So let's get to the next match then. Drew McIntyre and RK Bro. I would like if this opened the show, though, to be honest with you. But um, versus the bloodline, Roman Reigns and the Uso. End of the show. Huh? It'll be a long ride to the end of the show. This opened up the show. If you, I mean, in between that, you get AJ and Edge and Seth Rollins and Cody. There's not really much else filler on this show. I think it'd still be solid as long as the matches were good. Mm-hmm. No, you're right. You're right. Um, It's going to be fun. I think it's going to be just a blast to watch. But I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about what they're going to do with Roman Reigns. If in the event that Cody or someone does come out on top as a, a legitimate contender... Because remember, he holds both titles, so he has to be he has to defend he has to defend <laughs> these titles, right? What if at Money in the Bank, right? Roman has to has to defend the titles twice in one show. One of them be Cody, one of them be Drew McIntyre. If you're in Vegas. If you're in Vegas, the idea is that you that's the biggest gamble right there. And you want to make this show as big as possible, you have Roman Russell twice. I would go to Vegas to see that. <laughs> I mean, thank thankfully you're an hour from Vegas. Um no, I am not an hour. Maybe in a in a in a in a in a airplane, I'm 45 minutes. In a car, I am not. <laughs> all right, sure. Yes, absolutely. Um so all right, before we get to that. Because I think we're rushing the gun, and we're not, we're not talking about this match and the implications for this match and everything that's going on with this match already. Oh, yeah. it's, well, it's not going to take all. So, well, no, no, no. But Drew McIntyre deserves some time, you know? Yeah. Because yeah, okay. this is clearly the we've been talking about this. We've been talking about this for weeks. So like, how long can they keep Drew McIntyre away from the championship? And legitimately, right after the semi feud end, he's like, "Nigga, here's my sword. Here's your belt. I need it right now." Um, Drew McIntyre being added to this match now i think we ask ourselves the questions of why the titles are being unified in the first place i don't think they're not going to be unified i just think they're not going to unify them in rhode island (laughs) (laughs) i don't think they're going to unify them at wrestlemania backlash um again we have bigger fish to fry and sorry to anybody who occupies rhode island that listens to this podcast but Y'all got Cody versus Seth and AJ versus Edge. Y'all should be good. Y'all got basically WrestleMania, kind of. Um, But the fact they switched the match was also, it was very confusing, but also kind of welcomed in a sense. We don't see a lot of, you know, six-man tags, trios matches in in, in WWE. Um, Drew McIntyre, Randy Orton, and Riddle is an all-star tag team. Roman Reigns and the Usos, an all-star tag team. I wonder how this will go. I wonder if the intensity will raise up. Or I wonder if this is just going to be a house show match where Roman is just chilling on the sidelines and doing his thing and the Usos are doing their thing. Um, Drew McIntyre versus Roman Reigns is next. 
So before you ask yourself the question of money in the bank and what's going on in that pay-per-view, I want to ask you the question. Does Drew McIntyre beat Roman Reigns in this match? Pin him? Pin him. That would be ballsy. <laughs> I mean, that will, those are right there. So obviously they can take a pin or whatever the fuck after the fact. But That would be very ballsy. Are we um, doing this for Drew? Are we in on Drew? If 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 Drew does not pin Roman Reigns, I don't think I can all be all in on Drew in any sort of title contendership thing of him actually being a threat to this championship, which I think he should be. I'd love it. I think they should do it. But then you, you how do you hold off? What's a big show? Because where, where's Hell in a Cell at? I just don't think they should do it there. Hell in a Cell is is in Allstate. Oh, it's an Allstate Arena in, in uh, Rosemont. They're going to call it Chicago, but it's not. Mm. <laughs> um, is it? Wait, wait. Hell in a Cell, June 5th. Okay. Listen, Rose, listen. Chicago, Rosemont. They got less than, they'll have less than three weeks. They'll have less than three weeks to push that show. And I don't think you want to do that match on that show like that. But I think, isn't this part of the buildup, though? Like, this is part of the buildup for that show. True. I just don't know what Drew would do for Hell in a Cell if he's not going to face Roman. I think he's facing Roman. But I also don't think that that should be there at Hell in a Cell. Yes. My idea, my idea was this, right? Drew wins it at Money in the Bank with my my really groovy idea to have Cody lose the lose the, the WWE title match to him, building his storyline more to to beat Roman. Drew beating him because the Cody match took so much out of him, and then having Cody and and Roman at SummerSlam, but then having Roman try and get both his belts back for the rest of the summer, culminating. And him only getting maybe one of them back, probably the universal title from uh from Drew for a couple of days, and then having Drew regain it and uh in the UK at Clash at the Castle. This seems like a lot of losing for Roman Reigns that might not happen. <laughs> he's only gonna lose twice. He's only lose twice. I think. First of all, I like your. He's only gonna lose twice. I, I like your idea. First of all, I like your idea. Um, I don't know. SmackDown needs this fucking feud, bro. <laughs> I know. That's why I'm saying, like, you, 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 you give Vegas that match right now. Have Cody build himself back up. How do we get to Vegas? We still got two months before Vegas. How do we get there? Like, are we gonna have Drew? Are you gonna have Drew versus Roman Reigns and wait until that July second weekend, or are you gonna do Drew versus Roman Reigns at the next pay per view? That's tough. I would really like them to to wait, but Chicago. But now that I see it's in in Rosemont. That that's a big match for Rosemont. I'm not gonna cap to you. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie to you. It'll open the show. You know what? Drew versus oh, because it's not gonna it's not a Hell in a Cell match. Yeah, so yeah, Hell in a Cell match. It might, I mean, I don't know. WWE does weird things. Hell in a Cell might open the show. Who knows? I mean, he wasn't even in. The, he was he wasn't even in the last one. So like, I wouldn't even be. I am not <laughs> confident that like I'm fifty fifty on him even being on the show. <laughs> he took the Hell in a Cell match on Friday. That's so hilarious. Um. 
to me, this is a setup for Drew versus Roman Reigns in next month. So I'm calling Team Drew winning this match. They cannot. They cannot. They cannot blow this. <laughs> they have to be very careful do not with how they win. position this. Say what? I said, please do not have the bloodline win. I swear to you. I swear to you. We have to. They, they, they have to start losing sometimes, guys. I promise it's okay. It will make y'all way better. We have not seen a, a faction this dominant since the damn corporation <laughs> back in the day. And even they lost a lot. Actually, the corporation lost a whole lot, huh? <laughs> so, no, I haven't, seen a, I haven't seen a faction this dominant probably ever. The corporation lost, though. Actually, no, the, the, the authority didn't lose a lot, though. The authority was whooping niggas' ass every pay-per-view. Yeah. We hated it. The only the biggest win the authority got was uh were were um or the biggest loss they had was a Survivor Series that year when Stink came back. Yeah. But um, yeah, I I you got you gotta have you gotta have the uh, RK Bro team win and then do the unification match in a hell in in a cell. I would love to see RK Bro versus the Usos in a cell. I would love that too. That'd be fire. Yeah. There you don't do you don't do that often. But then do, do they usually have three cell matches or two? I don't even remember anymore. Cell, the cell to me is no longer a thing to me that I remember. It's just like, okay, this is going to be a cell match or it's not going to be a cell match. Um, you're saying the women have to have a cell match. I'm assuming that's yeah. why you're thinking. Yeah. Uh, yeah, that's what I'm thinking. The women definitely do have a, have a cell match. Um, or maybe Cody and Seth don't end up in a cell. Who knows? They got to do a cell. So I'll give them that one. And I'll give Bianca and oh, well, they do Bianca Sonya in the cell because Bianca was in it last year oh, in the cell. Ugh. Um, ugh. Charlotte versus Ronda again. Let's get to this match. Let's get to this main event match. Yeah, Charlotte Flair has been promised the main event of the show. Nothing will impede such. They have changed matches around, in my opinion, to make sure there is no clear cut. There is no other women on their show to make sure. No, I'm kidding. I'm sure she didn't do all that. But Charlotte Flair versus Ronda Rousey, an I quit match for the SmackDown Women's Championship. I can very well see this closing the show. Um, I could too. It is going to be rough. It's going to be ugly. This is a Charlotte Flair match that does not necessarily require too much wrestling, to be honest with you. I don't know how many stipulation matches she actually kind of has. I don't. I don't even think that's her thing, to be honest with you. She does a cell match. She's only done one cell match, I believe. Mm-hmm. Um, she hasn't done a lot of street fights. She doesn't do a lot of no DQs. She, I mean, a lot of her, a lot of her street fights and shit was with Sasha. So, yeah. But she likes to keep things kind of in the ring. I quit match. You can kind of do anything. The rules are kind of thrown out the window. I'd be interesting if they make this like a submission type of ordeal, but Charlotte Fuller versus Ronda Rousey SmackDown women's championship match. I'm looking forward to this match. Cause I do think they had a good match at WrestleMania. It should be good. I'm just, I think just in general, I'm tired of, um, I'm tired of, I'm tired of the Charlotte industrial complex taking over that show. But then, like, what what are your alternatives if Ronda wins it? It's like you have two albatrosses that will be holding that title and no one else will be getting it. <laughs> like, it's like, 
you're in a log jam on SmackDown in terms of just their top champions. Like Raw don't even have a title. You know what I mean? But at least like some people on these shows can be beatable. Like Ricochet is beatable. Austin Theory realistically could be beatable. But like I don't see anything lightening up with with Ronda either unless she starts taking some losses this year, which I don't see them doing. I can see Ronda in a feud with Shayna sometime this summer. I just kind of like feel that it's going to happen. They've never really been on the same roster. They've never really been doing anything together. But Charlotte, to me... So my prediction for this match is that Charlotte wins. Um, and probably a nefarious faction or some some other thing. But I think Charlotte versus Bailey is the move. Mm. I think that's the move. I mean, she, that, it's, it's the only nigga left. Yeah. <laughs> Seriously. I think it's the move for the summer. Like, that's the that's really kind of like introducing Bailey back to the front. I think she's going to be a mega baby face. I think everyone kind of realizes that at this point. Um, and I think she's the only one that can kind of work with Charlotte and Charlotte will give some back. Give. Well, she likes Bailey. Yeah, she likes Bailey. And I think they've worked together for a long time, but they haven't worked together in a major program in, I guess, three, four years now. Um, so that'll be interesting. I don't think Ronda needs the championship at this point. Nor do I think this is the championship that she's going to get. I think uh, yeah, yeah. we're gonna you gotta we're gonna be pissed when we get to SummerSlam. That's all I'll say. In my opinion, why? Why? Because I think it'll be Ronda Rousey versus Bianca Belair at SummerSlam. Mm. Well, you, I mean, usually SummerSlam is around the, SummerSlam is around the time you lose these titles that you get. I mean. I mean, it happened last year. <laughs> is this is this sweat off her back if 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 Bianca loses the title to Ronda Rousey? I don't think that's much sweat off her back if she does. I mean, I think people will be generally not happy with it, but also I don't think it's like it's Ronda Rousey. I think yeah. I so I'm going with Charlotte winning this match. And her hopefully moving on to Bailey, and her them having a program over the summer or something along those lines. Well, she, well, Charlotte is getting married, uh, imminently. I hear. Right, right, right. She is. Yeah. So, um, if not here, then Helen a Cell. Do you do like the belt? <laughs> huh? She might take a break with the belt. <laughs> I mean, just the way this looking, it's just like there's like a log jam right now of, of just these top champions where it's like. All right, let's do something different. You know what I mean? Like, I think Ronda will win this. I just I'm gonna differ from that, but I think Ronda will win. But um, I hope she's got some good creative. Is all I'll say because Charlotte is by far as much as we get annoyed with it, she's by far the most dynamic opponent she has. No one else is really built up for her. Yeah, yeah. Like Shayna, yeah, it's cool, but Shayna to me is like a a one off challenger, yeah. and then she'll move on yeah. to me right now. She, she's the she's the Sonya Deville. <laughs> yeah you know what i'm saying she's a one-off to me just because of how she's been built um i i don't know what the women are going to do on smackdown there's a lot of new women i i mean raquel looks great out there zia lee seems to be getting repackaged but i think that uh, the the forecast on raw just looks way better with what's what's possibly coming up you know just looks way better on raw a lot of things look way better on raw <laughs> to be honest with you hey man talk about it <laughs>
<laughs> a lot of things just look better on Raw than SmackDown. I'm sorry. SmackDown's got Roman and they got Sammy. And, and I think that's that's where it stops for me. So that is WrestleMania Backlash. Let us know what you guys think. Uh, at us at the A Show RNC, at me at OG Johnny5, and meals at meals TV. Let us know what you think about the show. Uh, next week, I don't know what this show will look like. I don't know what my life is going to look like. So it might it might have to be shorter because this is what it is. I'm getting married next week. Uh, but we're going to talk about the the ending of this. We're going to talk about, well, listen, next week we're going to talk about the fallout from WrestleMania Backlash. That's one thing we're for sure going to do. Um, and I'm sure some other interesting stuff will happen. Forbidden Door stuff, maybe some, you know, other stuff. Okada says he's interested. Okada says, yo, it ain't a party unless I'm invited. So, <laughs> whatever. Uh, <laughs> if you have not tapped into the to the the Patreon, me and Cyrus did review Street Fighter the movie from 1994. It's a really fun episode, I will say. Had a blast, and um, we will have the in your house cold day in hell imminently. So, five dollars down get you spot colors episodes. We're having fun doing this, man. Let's do it. Keep doing it. Keep doing it, man. Um, I will say, you know what? While I'm here, let me shout out some of the other stuff that we got going on on RNC Radio so you can listen to a brand new episode of The Black Print um, with Justin and, 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 and Josh. I missed last week, so I look forward to going back, and at, which was Future Appreciation Week, which I'm so mad that I miss now. Because um, <laughs> y'all ain't going to have the songs in the thing. But... <laughs> but we have that. Um, RSPN, of course. Jeff and Mark. I'm featured on this week's episode. Uh, Brandon, the BLT pod, they've been running strong, man. Consistently, every week. Just funny shit. Every week. Listen to them. Shout out to Channing. He's on this. Shout out to all the boys that are on that. Listen to that. Um, shout out to... I want to give a shout out to X for the tweet that he put out in the world. <laughs> <laughs> the black variant um x and van x you're a terrible person for that tweet and i just want to let you know that why are you bringing pokemon and racism into the same thing um, lay off the weed <laughs> <laughs> and then of course the big eyes podcast with jamal and uh ad if you love manga go back and listen to that and you know what the lookout will be back pretty soon we're still planning some stuff for the summer um you're still watching a lot of things yo this idea of us watching MTV content. One, oh, my, oh man! One day, one day. Come back to me. Come back to me in two weeks, and we'll talk about it. Yeah, I'm, I'm down. One day. <laughs> I, I just know that all new shows have to be approved <laughs> by the higher ups. <laughs> the wife. Um. <laughs> oh yeah. All right. Well, thank you guys for listening to the A Show. We'll see you guys next week for a brand new episode. Uh, imminently. Peace out.